Hello, this is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And welcome to the Equiline Podcast. Today, we're going to talk to you about a concept. And it's an extremely important concept in terms of why you bother getting healthy as a human, why you bother taking care of your equine competitor or companion or your canine or any species that you're trying to get to another level. And the concept we want to talk to you about is fit to be first. This has been our tagline from the very beginning. It's a concept that we definitely believe in because you are an athlete. You are an athlete. If you ride your horse, your horse is the athlete. You are the athlete. You work as a team. It's important for both of you to be in fit shape in order to be able to complete the tasks at hand efficiently, effectively, safely, and decrease the possibility of injury. And if you have a canine athlete that does agility or frisbee or runs to the beach or needs to get in and out of the car carefully and safely, you need a level of fitness. And fitness is an interesting word because you can be fit to be tied, fit to be whatever word you want to fill in, fit mind, body, and spirit in order to achieve the task at hand. If you've been listening to any of our podcasts, one of the things that we've repeatedly said is motion is life. You have to have movement and correct movement in order to perform certain tasks in life. And if you look at every one of the, let's go with it, we'll start with riders. If you look at the top riders in the country now, you look at Kent Farrington, you look at uh, McLean Ward, you look at these people, they are fit, they have a workout schedule, they have a riding schedule, but they take care of themselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, they complete that whole roundness to be fit to be first. And when we have the opportunity to observe success, and success isn't first on a podium, although that is very successful, first, fit to be first means fit to be the best you, the fit to be the best canine, fit to be the best equine, fit to be the best union for performance because in agility, if you have a dog that's highly fit and a human that is disconnected from that fitness, from that level of communication from mind to body, you're going to reduce the level of performance. So what does it mean to be fit for a specific accomplishment? Fit means muscular fitness. In other words, having the tone in your body, uh, especially for riders, good core strength is vital to being able to ride efficiently, smoothly, and with the horse. And There's also... Go right ahead. That's okay. <laughs> this is, you know, if you don't step on each other, uh, that, that life's not normal. So, you know, we just move on. 
So it's about the muscular fitness. It's also about mental fitness. Almost every one of those people we know too goes through mental tasks, whether they meditate or they uh, have a coach, they always have someone to improve their mental capacity as well, because that is a huge piece of being fit to be first, not just the muscular tonality, the flexibility also becomes very important as well. Flexibility, the more flexible you are, the less possibility you have of getting hurt. Same with your, your animals, the more flexible they are, the less chance they're gonna get hurt performing their sport. So fit is task appropriate. Fit is, are you in the best shape for what you're expecting of your dog, of your horse, and yourself? So there is a very different level of appropriate fit to be first for every single activity. And you can take, as we see sometimes in the equestrian world, when they put jumpers on dressage horses and they may not be fit to be first because the muscles that they've used and the mindset. Truly, fitness starts in the mind as every action starts in the mind, as every movement starts with a thought. And that's such an important thing to remember because when people give up, it's they usually give up mentally long before they ever give up physically. The muscular system will generally way outdo the brain, the mindset. So having the correct mindset is just as important, if not more important, than the physical fitness. Which is why you'll hear us talk about words. You'll hear us talk about doing things correctly. And correctly means in the way that's most respectful for your body. So if you can be fit to be first in mucking because you are actually switching left side to right side, using your core, stretching afterwards, improving, including stick mobility in your ability. So you can use this logic, this fit to be first logic in every single task that you want to apply yourself and your animals towards. What's your program? What is it that you need to be able to do to perform in life? Whether it's your job or whether it's your sport or whether it's your hobby, what is it that you need to do to make yourself better? You know, we've, we're proponents of this because we do it too. In order to do what we do all day long, picking up heavy horse legs, working on heavy horses, picking dogs up that can't walk, there's a, a lot of physical fitness in what we do. So we have our program, which we've been working on for years. And a lot of it came from an injury. Yes, that was mine. And, and that injury woke us up to, if we want to do this for a long period of time, we need to have our own physical fitness as well as our mental fitness and the right mindset to be able to keep doing what you're doing. So what is your program? This is something that you need to come up with. You need to stick with and you need to make it as important as eating a meal, the correct meal. You have to set your mind, set your program and find something that you can stick with. Don't do something that's so extreme that you're going to do it for 
three weeks and go, that just hurt me too much, I can't do it. You need to find a program that you can stick with, find one that you can start with to begin, something that you enjoy doing because that will allow you to stick with it longer. The reason we begin our day by setting our minds, then setting our bodies, and then applying the strategies to even the most mundane of daily tasks. Because you cannot be fit in the gym and a sloth, although I happen to love sloths, and, and there is appropriate time to be a sloth when you're in your rest and recuperating mode. When you're in your task mode, it is way more appropriate to be in the form, the mental and physical form that's most dedicated to being first in that application. So mindset, if you're in anger, when you get on a horse or you get in the ring or you're there with your dog, they will know and often they'll stop. So instead, be running your fitness model through your mind before you run it through your body. You're going to prime the muscular skeletal activity by thinking it and then doing it. And then at the end of the day, you're going to allow your body to recover so that it can rebuild. There is a strategy. We try to put out videos for people based on their goals. And we want you to be responsible for how awesome you can be. You know, fitness has been a big part of my life since I was a kid. I can remember my father, he was a runner and he always liked to lift weights. And I used to go with him when I was a little kid and we'd go to, he had a friend that had a had his own weight room and we used to go there and, and that's when I started to learn to, to lift weights and, and take care of my physical fitness. And you're never, you're never too old to start. So just get that out of your head right now. Your body needs to function. Uh, my father right now is 93 years old. Uh, I think he, he, his fitness level has been a huge part of his ability to live this long. Uh, he ran until he was in his later 60s and then uh, he actually hurt his knee and then he picked up bike riding. And my dad and I used to ride on weekends. He'd ride all week and then I'd ride with him on weekends and we would do 40 mile rides. And my father got to the point where he was averaging 19 miles an hour in his 70s. Of course, we live in Florida, so it's a little yeah. easier a little easier when there <laughs> aren't like the big hills like Connecticut. To Connecticut yeah. and check, checked out that mileage. The point being, point being is you have ability. You can be fit to be first in your, in your own very structured lifestyle. And what I mean is you have your own podium. Simply, it doesn't have to compete with anyone else because regardless of whether you're in a show ring as any kind of competitor, all you can do is your best, your very best. And when the stars align, that best gets you to the top of a group podium. In the meantime, by creating that mindset, that body set, the ability to breathe 
while by, by doing activity improves your longevity, improves your muscle strength, and improves your mind. So take a breath right now, breathing in through your nose and breathing out and realize that you can set your mind to a healthy pattern and stop destructive behaviors by just repeating the mantra, is this going to make me fit to be first? So what's your program going to be and when are you going to do it? Set aside time in your day and be consistent with it. A lot of times by setting the pattern of doing it at the same time, we wake up every morning and it's one of the first things we do. We take care of our animals first. And then the next thing we do is we take care of us. We go right. We have a little gym in the house. We go there and we have a projector that projects out uh, on, on, the, on the wall. And we follow an instructor for 40 minutes, 45 minutes. We do that every other day. And then the days in between, we actually have a stretching program to improve our flexibility. Because like I said before, an unflexible body has a better chance of getting injured. So flexibility becomes important part two. We talk to riders. Riders usually they have a Pilates program, a yoga program, a weightlifting program. Those are the ones that are at the top of their game. They're taking care of themselves physically and then they're also taking care of themselves mentally. And this is true. We see this in the agility world. We see this in the Frisbee world. We see this anywhere where you know that performance is mind-body. And sometimes there's more than one mind and more than one body. And if you've ever argued with your dog or your horse, you understand that focus and fitness and breath will always be your best friend. And fuel. What do you fuel your body with in order for it to be able to perform? That's a huge component of your ability to be able to do your daily tasks. How well do you fuel your body and what do you fuel it with? How much water do you get in per day? Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I think one of the biggest challenges in our world is the dehydration because of the coffee we drink, the sodas we drink. I think it dehydrates our body and we don't get enough hydration in. And so fuel and hydration are a major component in your ability to perform. On that note, water is not what we sweat. We sweat salt, we sweat electrolytes, and hydration means replenishing that which we lose. So not sugary drinks, but drinks that actually replenish that which we lose is your key to having fuel in that's going to create that fit to be first mind, body, and wherever the spirit takes you. When we say spirit, we mean believe in yourself, believe in your connections, and take care of you inside and out. There's only one place you can live and that's inside you. Take care of that structure and it'll take care of you. If you wear out your body, where are you gonna live? This is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. Thank you for joining us on the Equiline Podcast.